Welcome back to hour number three of the program. I'm Jim, host of the program. Uh, like I said, make sure you tell a friend to check us out on any of our six different platforms, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and what's our other one? And Breaker at Breaker.fm. Make sure you tell a friend, check us out there. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Um, check out the website, www.sportstalkwithjim. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. Now, going back to the NFL, and you know what? Going back to Trent Williams and the 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 whole... Story with Trent Williams, he held out. He finally returned after he he couldn't be. It wasn't traded by the Washington Redskins. I shouldn't say couldn't be. And he he come out and I mean the whole time he said he he didn't have trust in the organization. And it turns out he he had a tumor. And he was uh, a cancerous tumor. And he said it was misdiagnosed by the Washington Redskins uh, medical staff, and that um, that they they told him for I I think it was I talked about it last week I think it was six years they they told him it was nothing to worry about, and then come to find out that it was a cancerous tumor. And he came very close to, I, I, I mean, definitely surgery on your skull, on your brain, is life-threatening. So, but this week the Redskins uh, basically uh, put Trent Williams on the non-football injury list, and Washington uh, decided not to pay him. The five point one million dollars is base salary of two thousand nineteen, which is a voluntary decision, and Washington has the rights to do so. It's just unprecedented um, compared to the the way other teams have done. I mean, I know with Ryan Shazier. Well, that's a bad example because that's a football related related injury but Tampa Bay and uh Jason Pierre Paul uh they paid him I mean nine times out of ten these players get paid and so Washington come out but this 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 has been a huge battle between Washington and Williams and when ESPN's John Kelm Kime Keem whatever the hell his name is uh, asked Williams if he's disappointed or surprised by the Redskins' decision. Uh, Williams replied, it, it means a little bit of both. You expect it, and it's disappointing. It is what it is. That's their options. Or their option. So, I, I mean, the bottom line is here that Williams has said that he doesn't trust the Washington Redskins medical staff. That they, they handled it wrong. Uh, 
and the the trust has been broken and uh so but at the same time the Redskins have, have came out and they uh they asked for a review by the NFL council to convene and the NFL players committee uh and a third party to review the situation and see how see if they handled it wrong see if they handled it right see who's who's wrong right here and part of the problem with the Redskins have is with all this going on Williams kind of threw him out there and he didn't really didn't really talk to them but threw threw them out there that way and you know he's kind of talked bad about the organization and they they really haven't had a chance to to save face in all this so they they asked for this committee to convene on it and the only problem is is that this committee can't be conformed unless Williams agrees to it and as of so far he hasn't and uh his statement on the reason he hasn't is because I felt like there was no reason if if they would have done the investigation and they would have seen wrongdoing of any sort there was nothing in it for me I wouldn't get back my wages I wouldn't get anything and all they would get is a written description on how to do better so I just thought it was a needless process for me to even get in, be involved in and there's a ton of guys whose injuries they've botched within the last 12 months that they should have done research on that those guys are still banged up so I just felt like them trying to do it in my case was them trying to cover their own butts. You know what? And then Williams also says he wouldn't have spoken out if he had been traded. Well, you know what? I mean, what's in it for Trent Williams is this is a contract dispute. I mean, Trent Williams wants more money. And, I mean, I understand he had cancer. Um... And you know what? That's a big deal. That's a big deal no matter who you are, no matter what you do for a living. That's a huge deal. Uh, I think everybody out there has been touched by cancer in one way or another. And, uh, you know, that's a, it's not a pretty subject. But at the same time, what's in it for Trump Williams is Again, it, this boils down to a contract dispute. This boils down to uh, Trent Williams wanting more money and Washington not giving him more money as he's still under contract and still got one year left on his contract after this year. And what what it would do for you, Trent Williams, it, it would validate your side of the story because Washington's came out and Washington said part of the problem is that you haven't named a certain individual that's handled this wrong. Uh, it, it, I talked last week that how you, how you said that nobody from the Washington Redskins even contacted you when you were going through this, but the Washington Redskins 
reported that their head athletic trainer was with you for a week over there and they made several calls that were never returned so what this would have done what this what this report what this committee could have did was validate everything that you're saying and by you not not agreeing to this committee i mean maybe i'm the skepticist maybe i'm maybe i'm the asshole in this but what this does is 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 it kind of tarnishes what your side of the story it kind of tarnishes what you're saying that the whole reason that you held out and the whole reason um you haven't played has nothing to do with money it has to do with trust in the washington redskins uh medical staff and now now you go out and say there's dozens of players that they've misdiagnosed and they've treated wrong but those those players as of yet have not come up to back you on this so what this committee what this investigation would have did was validate what you're saying if if what you're saying is true now the Washington Redskins are the ones that asked for the committee and this committee can't be formed this investigation can't take place without your approval and without your approval I'm sorry but you ask what it does for you it makes you look bad if you do not approve this committee. It it makes people second guess what you're telling us happened within the Washington Redskins organization. Like it or not, that's just the way it is. So, I mean, with that being said, I mean, who who's telling the truth here? Is it the Washington Redskins or is it Trent Williams? And I think we all, I mean, I, I don't want to go, I don't want to hear the BS about, well, this man had cancer and you're beating up on him and all this and all that. It, it, that's not what I'm doing. And like I said, we all feel for this man. Uh, we all feel for the fact, like I reported last week, I mean, this man, every, the doctors told him to get his affairs in order. He talked to his two young children saying that, you know, what, daddy might not be coming back. And that that's a huge issue. And there's no doubt in my mind that happened. The thing in question here is whether or not the Washington Redskins medical staff handled this appropriately or not and by him not allowing this committee this investigation to happen it kind of shines a dim light on his side of the story like it or not i mean if, if trent williams is telling the truth let the committee convene let them do their investigation and see what they find out what does he have to gain from it he has to gain from it that the American public, the sports fans that are listening, will know that he's telling the truth. Because right now it, it's starting to, starting to sway to the side 
where I, I can't say you're starting to side with the Washington Redskins, but the the fact of the matter is, is it's the Washington Redskins, as long as he doesn't allow this committee to convene, doesn't allow this investigation to happen, the Washington Redskins look like they might be the ones that are above water here. And Trent Williams is still under contract for one more year. So this is going to continue to play out. This is going to continue to play out. And the best thing Trent Williams can do, whether he is or isn't telling the truth, is go ahead and let them do their investigation. Because if he's not telling the truth, yes, it'll damage his character. Uh, but more than likely, he'll be released from the Washington Redskins. And then somebody will, because he's that good, somebody will pick him up, and he can, probably at a lower price than he wants, but then he can continue with his career. But at this point, if he's going to hold his stance, then the Washington Redskins, all the cards are in their favor, they're going to hold him over a barrel, and you're going to spend one more year not playing football, not making money, and then that's going to also be a detriment to your family. So now while I wish Trent Williams and his family all the best, and my heart goes out to him for what he's been through and all, all the agony that he's suffering now, my advice to Trent Williams is let them go ahead and continue with their investigation or come clean. If what you're saying is not 100% honest and not being 100% doesn't mean that some of it's not honest. I mean, some of it, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is the way, the way it has been portrayed is total neglect of the Washington Redskins. Now, that may not be the case. The Washington Redskins, it, it could have been neglect on certain parties of the Washington Redskins, but not the organization in a whole, not the medical staff in a whole, and that's fine. I mean, to those that did mishandle this and to those that did put this young man's life at risk, then they should be fired. They should be held accountable and they should be fired. But again, I, I agree with the Washington Redskins that he, Trent Williams not yet came out and named an individual. So it's kind of hard to point fingers, kind of hard to hold someone accountable when there's no one to hold accountable. If it wasn't the whole the entire medical staff, then so be it. Point someone out. Let this investigation happen, and whoever they find at fault, that's who they find at fault. All right. Now, Cam Newton placed on IR for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, more than likely done with the Panthers. I mean, Kyle Islands came in. He's played better than Newton. The Panthers have been better since Kyle Allen's come on. Where does Cam Newton land? Cam Newton's stats since his MVP 
He's since his MVP season, he's like ranked thirtieth in QB rating. Cam Newton's not the quarterback he was. Now I've heard reports: Cam Newton to Chicago, Cam Newton here, Cam. Where would be the best fit for Cam Newton? Unfortunately for Cam Newton, and like I've said on this program more than one time, I think Cam Newton's a good quarterback. I like Cam Newton, but you know what? Maybe Cam Newton's past his prime. Maybe this, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd hate to see this Liz Frank injury to Cam Newton be the end of his career, which I don't think it will be. I think Cam Newton is still a decent quarterback. I don't know if Cam Newton goes to Chicago and is the. Uh, next coming of Jim McMahon in Chicago. I don't know that Cam Newton's a starting quarterback in the NFL after this point. But I hate to see Cam Newton go out this way. Cam Newton was an MVP. I believe he won Rookie of the Year. I mean, Cam, uh, maybe Offensive Rookie of the Year. And... Uh, I mean, like I said, I think Cam Newton's a serviceable quarterback, but at the same time, you can't argue with the facts. Kyle Allen's came in. The Panthers have improved as a team, and they look better. Now, what is it, eight, ten years in the league with Cam Newton, and to say he's past his prime, but again, this goes back to the running quarterback. Cam Newton started out as a running quarterback. He changed his game to be more of a pocket passer, but he still ran. He still still took them hits, and this is the fear of the running quarterback. Lamar Jackson beat the New England Patriots last Sunday night. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Lamar Jackson is going to set the world on fire. But what what what's the cost? What what uh, I mean, you've got Tom Brady that's played 20 years for the New England Patriots. You've got Ben Roethlisberger, I think he's I don't know, 16 17 years with the Steelers. Same thing with Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, Daniel Jones just took over this year. But still, that's 15, that's a long, long time from 8 to 10 years. So, Lamar Jackson, you play Lamar Jackson, you get what he's giving you now. Five years from now, seven years from now, you you let Lamar Jackson go. Is that the way the NFL is going with, with this running quarterback, Deshaun Watson? I mean, you know, nine, ten years in, and you're looking for another quarterback? I mean, that, that kind of looks like the way the NFL is going with these quarterbacks. I mean, is, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Does it bring excitement to the league? Yes. I, I mean, Deshaun Watson, he's, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league to watch. I enjoy watching him play. Lamar Jackson, I can't say as much. I, I'm still not all in with Lamar Jackson. I, I'm still not on the Lamar Jackson bandwagon. I don't think he's the passer. 
that you need to be to be an NFL quarterback. I don't think I think he runs too much. Deshaun Watson doesn't run as much as Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson, like I said, Deshaun Watson. I, I've said it before on this show. Deshaun Watson, he runs down he, when he's running the ball. He's looking downfield, looking to throw the ball. Lamar Jackson, it's either run or pass. When Lamar Jackson tucks the ball to run, he's not looking downfield. He's looking straight ahead. He's looking to run the ball. And how long? How long of a career does that get you in the NFL? I don't think very long. The defenses are too good. The defensive players are too fast. Linebackers are too fast these days. It opens you up to too many hits, which causes too many injuries. And, I mean, is it is it a blueprint for success now? Possibly. But not for the future. And I'm old school. I look for the future. I want to know my quarterback's going to be there for years to come. I want to know my quarterback I can rely on. I don't have to look to replace him because the bottom line is is once your quarterback deteriorates, it's not going to be one single year that you're falling you fall far enough in the draft that you can pick someone to replace him. So now you're looking at years of rebuilding, years of losing, as opposed to a quarterback that's there for 15 years. You know, year 13, you need to start looking for as a replacement. So I'm not a big fan of the way this whole shift has went with the NFL quarterback. I also don't believe that Lamar Jackson is the say-all, be-all of NFL quarterbacks. I don't believe Lamar Jackson's the MVP. And we're going to find out with Baltimore's upcoming schedule. I mean, Baltimore, I just can't buy into them. They lost to the Browns. They should have lost to the Steelers. But they beat the Patriots. So now everyone's looking to crown the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not quite there yet. Now, one thing before we take a break, before we go into the last segment of the show, which is my picks, and we all know that you can't wait for my picks. But before we go into that, one thing I told you was going to happen and before the season was over, one thing I told you was going to happen, and I actually told you it was going to happen last week, and it did. The Miami Dolphins can't even lose right. The Miami Dolphins can't even tank right. Miami Dolphins get their first win over the New York Jets, So, in in next year's draft, as of right now, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are still winless at 0-8, and the New York Jets at 1-7, are in front of the Miami Dolphins for next year's first-round pick. Which, who knows, they still could get Tua. Because, if you ask me, Joe Burrow 
is the number one pick in the NFL draft. So Miami still could get what they want, even after screwing up and winning a game. New York Jets, New York Jets are a friggin' mess. Um, the Jets' ownership has came out and said they still stand behind Adam Gase. Adam Gase has all the pieces there. Uh, New York Jets, people expected them, not not to the expectations of the Cleveland Browns, but expected them to do better this year, to be a decent team this year. And they're 1-7. Lost the one team that's lost to the Miami Dolphins. Should Adam Gase's job be safe? I don't know. If Freddie Kitchens is on the hot seat, why isn't Adam Gase? With that, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Like I said last week, I went 6-6. Six and six. Again, 500. So I've yet to have a losing week betting against spread. But we're going to try it again coming up in the next segment. We're going to go over my picks, tell you what I think against spread. Again, bet them at your own risk. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey guys, if you're like me, you're a huge sports fan, but it's really hard to find a good sports talk show on the radio to listen to. A lot of them are owned by the same company who tells their host the opinions they should have, or they're just a show that's coming up with these hot takes that have no validity to them, and they're just looking for more clicks or more listeners. If you want a fan's perspective, a different outlook on the sports world, and a true opinion, right or wrong, then check out my new podcast, Sports Talk with Jim. We're available on Anchor.fm, Spotify Podcast, and anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast. Also, check out our website at www.sportstalkwithjim. Check out our Facebook page at Sports Talk with Jim. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on the website. Let us know what you think of the show. Give us your opinion. And you know what? Check it out. It's something new and original, and you might like it. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the program. Hour number three. Getting ready to close this one out. Uh, All that's left is my picks for this week's NFL season. And... Those of you, I know, I know you're out there. That you jump through hour number one and two, go straight to hour number three, just to hear my picks. While I appreciate the confidence in my picks, I sure appreciate it if you listen to the rest of the show. I mean, you know what? Listen to the show. Tell a friend to listen to the show. Like I said, we could use all the support we can get. I mean, I enjoy doing the show. Hope you guys are enjoying listening. But at the same time, let's let's get our audience up. Uh, tell a friend about it. Make sure you listen to all three hours. Make sure you're following it, rating it, uh, whatever 
the platform you're listening to ask you to do. Now, we're going to go into this week's picks. First game on the docket for this weekend, Sunday, November 10th, 1 o'clock games. We're going to go Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Bears are given 2.5. The Bears are a bad football team. Mitch Trubisky, the defense hasn't stood up like everyone thought they would this year. But at the same time, how many times can you ask your defense to bail you out of a football game? So with that being said, I mean, Chicago at home, still got to go with Matt Stafford and the Lions. Lions 3-4-1, the Bears are 3-5. I I just think the Lions are a better football team. I, I, I don't think the Lions record does them justice. Uh, I, I think they're a better football team than the Chicago Bears. So we're going to go with the Lions getting two and a half on that one. Next game should be a barn burner. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are atrocious. Now, Andy Dalton won't be starting this game. Uh so you're going with a rookie quarterback against what many are saying is the best team in the AFC. Now, like I like I said earlier, I don't buy into that. But at the same time, Baltimore favored by ten. I don't like the big spreads, but on this one, I got to take Baltimore, given the ten points. Next game, Buffalo Bills. At the Cleveland Browns, Browns somehow are favored by three. I I don't I I mean you get three points for being at home, so I understand that. But it, that tells me that they're saying this game's a push. If it was in a neutral site, and I don't see it, the Buffalo Bills are a way better team than the Cleveland Browns. Buffalo six and two, Cleveland two and six. Josh Allen and, and the Buffalo Bills, I I think it they're I mean by the line I I I think it goes back to the expectations that everyone had for Cleveland. Cleveland hasn't filled these expectations, but everyone everyone thinks at some point they're going to. Well, unfortunately, Browns fans, I don't think it'll be this week. I'm going to take Buffalo Bills and the three points. Kansas City Chiefs at the Tennessee Titans. Patrick Mahomes returning. Chiefs favored by six and a half. Now, like I said, I like the Titans with Tannehill as quarterback. Uh, I like them better than I did. Shouldn't say I like them. I like them better than I did with Mariota at quarterback. But at the same time, Patrick Mahomes is going to come out. He's going to light up the Titans defense. And... I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs laying the six and a half against the Tennessee Titans at home. Next game, Atlanta Falcons. One and seven Atlanta Falcons. Dan Quinn should be job hunting at this point. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. The Falcons are just abysmal. I, I, I don't know what's going on down there in Atlanta. But whatever it is, it needs to get figured out. Atlanta 
Atlanta shouldn't be this bad of a football team, but they are. And that, I mean, they're just atrocious. And this is a huge line at 13 and a half. Saints laying 13 and a half. But, and like I said before, I've said it a hundred times, I don't like these large numbers. I, I don't like them. It takes everything in my power to go against the team that's getting that many points. But with this, I mean, the Saints are just Drew Brees back. He he showed it last week. He's going to continue to come out and prove it this week against Atlanta. And I'm going to take the Saints laying 13.5 at home. New York Giants at the New York Jets. Now... This is a home game for both teams, really. I mean, we all know that. But everyone kind of expected the Giants to be bad. Everyone kind of expected it to happen. Everyone expected the Daniel Jones era to take place at some point this season, which it has. And uh, during the preseason and during his first one or two starts, Daniel Jones lit the world on fire. And with the New York media, media, all you heard was how great Daniel Jones was. Now, the New York Jets, on the, on the other hand, Adam Gase, you, you've got talent. You've got Sam Darnold. You've got Le'Veon Bell. Uh, your expectations were higher. And while the New York Jets front office says Adam Gase isn't worried about his job. If you ask me, Adam Gase should be worried about his job. And the line on this one is the Giants giving three. And the Jets are considered the home team on this one. Like I said, it's kind of a neutral field. Both teams play there at the Meadowlands. Or whatever the stadium's called these days. But I got to take the Giants, given the three. I mean, the Jets are just... The Jets lost to the, the, the Dolphins last week. And need I say more? Next game, Arizona Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay laying four and a half. Uh, you know what? I said I would never bet... Kyler Murray, I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I still think that, I, I mean, I watched a little bit of Arizona's game last week or the week before, and he didn't look bad. I, I just don't think Kyler Murray's going to be that franchise quarterback you're looking for. I think he's a better baseball player than he is a football player. With that being said, you've got Jameis Winston on the other side with Tampa Bay who doesn't know what team he's throwing the ball to. Well, I guess he does know what team he's throwing the ball to. Usually it's the other team. Now, Bruce Aarons has helped Winston, I believe that, and Winston's had flashes this year that he could be a quarterback. But I, I just can't buy into Jameis Winston. I think this is Jameis Winston's last year in Tampa Bay. And... Like I said, I wouldn't do, but I have to do at this point. I've got to take Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals getting four and a half at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Next game on the list, Miami Dolphins at the Indianapolis Colts. And my Dolphins, now you guys know I'm not a Dolphins fan. But I've been saying it all along. There's no way the Dolphins go undefeated. Or winless, I should say. There's no way. They play Cincinnati. They play the Jets twice. There's no way. When this game, Indianapolis minus Kobe Brissett laying ten and a half. I got to take the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins win this game outright, but I don't, I, I don't think the Colts can beat them by ten and a half. I think this is a field goal game, touchdown game at the most. I mean, honestly, I, I would say six points at the most, two field goals at the most. I, I got to take the Dolphins with the spread. Now, I don't think this is going to be the Dolphins' second win of the season. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Dolphins win this one outright. But I think they keep it within the 10.5. So I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins getting 10.5 at the Indianapolis Colts. Next game, Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. Packers losing to... The Los Angeles Chargers last week. That that may have been the biggest surprise to me of all of last week's games. Even more so than Baltimore beating New England. And the bottom line is New England loses games. They do it every year. They lose one or two games and everyone's like, what's wrong with New England? And next thing you know, they're playing in the AFC Championship game. So that one didn't surprise me near as much as the Chargers beating the Packers. This one, Green Bay at home laying 5.5. I'm going to take Green Bay laying the 5.5 against Carolina Panthers. Lambeau Field, Kyle Allen, you're in for a new experience. Enjoy it. But... There's no way you come out of this one with a win. Next game on the list, 425 game. One I'll be watching, the Los Angeles Rams at my Pittsburgh Steelers. Now the Rams are 5-3, and three, Steelers 4-4. Four and four. Rams are also 3-1 on the road. And let's face it, the the Rams, I mean, we've got Mason Rudolph, quarterback at Pittsburgh. The Rams are, by far, should be the better team. And the Rams are favored by four. James Conner not playing. Juju Smith-Schuster uh, is questionable. We'll find out tomorrow if he's playing. But... I told you two things at the start of the season. I wouldn't pick against, I wouldn't pick Kyler Murray. I went against that. I picked him this week. And I wouldn't pick against my Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not going against that. I'm going to take the Steelers plus four at home. I think the Steelers have a possibility of winning this outright. I'm not going to lie to you. They're at home. They're, they're, they've been winning games. They still don't look great, 
but the Rams have laid an egg here and there. So I'm going to take the Steelers plus four. Sunday night's game, Minnesota Vikings at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys favored by three. I like Kirk Cousins. I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings' defense. Adam Thielen won't be playing for the Vikings again this week, but Delvin Cook will. I mean, the game last week, the Monday night game, the Giants and the Cowboys, I mean, the Giants for the first quarter and a half looked like they were going to beat the Cowboys. And then you had that damn black cat run out on the field that's got so much attention. And all of a sudden, the New York Giants didn't know where they were. Well, I don't, I don't know if the Cowboys got a black cat. I don't know if the black cat helped them or hurt them. But I think this week, I'm going to take the Vikings plus three. I think the Vikings win this one outright, honestly. But I'll take the three points. Monday night's game, Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco laying six and a half. I, I'll take your six and a half. I'll take it all day. I would take this one straight up. I, I think Seattle wins this game. I think Seattle brings San Francisco. I've said it all along. I'm not on the San Francisco bandwagon. I'm not on the Jimmy Garoppolo bandwagon. While the San Francisco's defense looked... Uh, has looked great all season up until last week. And Garoppolo st- stepped up, won the game for him. I don't think he does that against uh, uh, an opponent like the Seattle Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson goes in there. I think the Seahawks win the game outright. But I'll go ahead and take the 6.5 that, that Vegas has given me. That being said, that's my picks. That's another week in the books. I want to thank everyone for listening. Again, tell a friend about us. Tell them to check us out on any of our six different platforms. Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. Also, check out the website at www.sportstalkwithjim. Hit us up on Facebook, Sports Talk with Jim, or on Twitter, Sports Talk with Jim. Again, thanks for listening. Till next week. See you. Stand together. United as one. Forward on we go. Facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. Hey guys, if you're like me, you're a huge sports fan, but it's really hard to find a good sports talk show on the radio to listen to. A lot of them are owned by the same company who tells their host the opinions they should have, or they're just a show that's coming up with these hot takes that have no validity to them, and they're just looking for more clicks or more listeners. If you want a fan's perspective, a different outlook on the sports world, and a true opinion, right or wrong, then check out my new podcast, Sports Talk with Jim. We're available on Anchor.fm. Uh, Spotify podcast, and anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast. Also, check out our website at www.sportstalkwithjim. Check out our Facebook page at Sports Talk with Jim. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on the website. Let us know what you think of the show. Give us your opinion. And you know what? 
Check it out. It's something new and original, and you might like it. Thanks for listening.